news that's right we got a trade a major trade before the super bowl something you don't see every day but we might be seeing moving forward because there's a quarterback carousel going around jimmy g hmm deshaun watson hmm aaron Rodgers. Ooh. but the first domino to fall or dominoes are matthew stafford and jared goff because according to adam schefter of espn Matthew Stafford is no longer with Detroit. Jared Goff is no longer with LA. What's up? Fred Ricciani, TSC News, your home for NFL news updates and interviews. If you're new here, please consider subscribing. According to Schefter, Detroit is dealing quarterback Matthew Stafford to the LA Rams in exchange for not one, but two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, and quarterback Jared Goff. What the hell? Now, first off, first off, I think Goff for Stafford straight up is a really good trade. I think throwing in a third round pick is a good trade. But is and this is with all due respect to Matthew Stafford, who in some ways is kind of underrated. I know some people call him Stat Padford because he never won a playoff game in 11 years with Detroit. He's never won any games of, of real importance. But he's had a lot of game-winning drives. He's made the most out of what's been around him or not around him. But the fact that the Rams traded not one, but two future first-round picks for Matthew Stafford, a quarterback who's never won a playoff game in over a decade, that's a little shocking to me. Now, if you're the Detroit Lions, this is a great trade. Because here, you have a quarterback that clearly has a fire lit up under his ass, who was pissed off, who played pissed off, actually played pretty well, all things considered, with a broken thumb in the playoffs. And granted, they got eliminated and shellacked by the Green Bay Packers, but still, played really well and Walford went down. And man, Jared Goff now has got something to prove in Detroit. Here's the problem. There's not a lot in Detroit right now, but if you're Detroit and you're rebuilding and you sign some bum named Dan Campbell to be your head coach who wants to bite off kneecaps. I guess this is a pretty good trade. You got two first round picks. You you got Jared Goff. You got, you got a young quarterback, a younger quarterback than Matthew Stafford. So, uh, you know, I, I, honestly, I, th- I think presently Lions are about where they would have been at with Matthew Stafford. You know, a team that's probably going to go 5-11, and 6-10. and 10. But now you have two first round picks for the future to rebuild for the future. Here's the problem with the Lions, though. They've been gradually rebuilding for years. For years. I, I mean, other than the Houston Texans, who are trying to become the Detroit Lions of the AFC, I mean, what other franchise has had not one, not two, but three awesome... I'll, I'll say, okay, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, Hall of Fame-level players. Matthew Stafford, definitely not Hall of Fame-level, but a really good player. Three really good to great to legendary players. They they have them, and they can't do anything with them throughout their franchise's history. It's absolutely insane. Matthew Stafford pretty much owns every passing record, every quarterback record that the Detroit Lions have, and and that's great. But, man, I mean, they, they are a franchise that has squandered talent left and right for years and years. So while they do have two first-round picks, while they just hired a new GM, which is great, 
They also just hired Dan Campbell over Eric Bieniemy and Brian Dable, among other qualified candidates. More qualified candidates, I should say. So, uh, you know, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, if you're an optimist, you could say we got two first-round picks and Jared Goff's got something to prove. But you could also say we got Jared Goff and two first-round picks are probably going to screw up. So, such is life if you're a Detroit Lions fan. Now, obviously, life could get better if, if Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay and Jordan Love does not turn out to be Aaron Rodgers. But that's another podcast for another day. Now, on the Rams side of things, is Matthew Stafford an upgrade from Jared Goff? If you're talking about the Jared Goff who has regressed since the Super Bowl, yes, he is. Jared Goff at a sort of Pro Bowl level. I believe he got selected at two Pro Bowls. Mm, I think they're comparable. That being said, you know, Matthew Stafford is a guy that has, again, led a lot of game-winning drives. Granted, regular season, not postseason, uh, but still. He's a guy that's waiting to break out. He's got something to prove. And here's the thing. I, I think this is a massive trade, not just in the sense that you got a new quarterback, and in theory, he should be better in Sean McVay's offense than Goff was. This is a huge trade in a sense that this could put Sean McVay and GM Les Snead in the hot seat if it doesn't work out. Now, in my opinion, I think Sean McVay is an awesome head coach. I think he got exposed, unfortunately, against Bill Belichick and that embarrassing Super Bowl performance. But overall, I think he's done a hell of a job. And when you look at the last decade plus of Rams football, he's had more success in four or five years than a bunch of other dudes. I mean, that Mike Martz era did not end very well. Who else did they have? They had Steve Spagnolo. They had uh, some other guy. I can't. Th- I don't even remember the other other coaches. They they had Jeff Fisher. Jesus Christmas. I mean, Sean McVay really helped turn that franchise around. And hey, kudos to Les Snead as well. I know he's been around for a while, but he's made some really good draft picks over the years too. So they've done a pretty good job this last half decade. That and you got to give you know Stan Kroenke some credit too, even though he kind of took away the the team from St. Louis, which sucks for St. Louis, but. Here's the thing. Sean McVay has this reputation of being the boy genius. Sean McVay has this reputation uh, of technically being better than he might be right now. Now, he might be a legendary coach, a Hall of Fame coach one day when it's all said and done. He's still a young guy, still in his early mid-30s. But right now, he's a pretty damn good coach, not a Super Bowl winning coach. And you know, everybody says it's about Matthew. It's about the you know Sean McVay system, and we're gonna hire all these assistants from Sean McVay system, and they're all gonna implement it, and they're all gonna be successful. Well, you look around the league, and Matt Lafleur, uh, you, you didn't trust the MVP in the playoffs. You look, you look at uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury with the porn star name in Arizona. Yeah, didn't didn't really do so well. They melted down in in Arizona. You look at Zach Taylor, who's an absolute embarrassment. I mean. Zach Taylor makes me want to apologize to Marvin Lewis for all those times I ever criticized him. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. So the, the Sean McVay coaching tree, not looking that great. Sean McVay's resume in recent years, not looking that great. From my standpoint, I think it's impressive because they've had winning seasons. Every season he's been there. They got to the Super Bowl. They won the division a couple times. He made, he made Jared Goff a Pro Bowl quarterback for a brief period of time. They got to the Super Bowl. They did their thing, but... When you're known as an offensive genius or to be believed as an offensive genius, at some point, people are going to expect the offense to match the greatness of your defense. The Rams' defense, for the most part, is pretty damn great. They had a bad game against Aaron Rodgers. Who doesn't unless you're the Tampa Bay Bucks? okay? 
So this is a big one for Sean McVay. He, he, he's going to get a chance to prove with a quote-unquote real quarterback that he can make it happen with, with Matthew Stafford. But then the, there's also the, the questions I have here. If Matthew Stafford was traded for a, you know, at one point Pro Bowl level quarterback in Jared Goff, plus two first round picks on third round pick, how much is Deshaun Watson worth? How much is Jimmy G worth? And I think Deshaun's a better quarterback than Jimmy G, but if we want to put some respect on Jimmy G's name, when he's healthy, when he's been healthy, the Niners have had a winning record, and oh yeah, they've gone to the freaking Super Bowl. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the Rams could have gotten Jimmy G because NFC West is t- a crazy, tough division and they're all rivals here. But I'm wondering if the Rams even bothered to inquire about the Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Because to me, I feel, I feel like this is a deal that could have possibly have gotten you Deshaun Watson. Now, maybe they would have thrown in something else, done some salary cap magic as Les Needs had to do the last few years. But I don't know. And, and in terms of Les Need being in the hot seat, I did give him props for being risky. I did give him props for making some good draft picks. You know, I thought I think Jordan Fuller definitely a, hit, a hidden gem. Cam Akers, hell of a pick. But he's also the same guy that gave Jared Goff that gigantic deal. And while it appears they're going to be able to get rid of that gigantic deal with this trade, the reality is the last couple of years you can make the argument that the Rams may be underachieved if you're a Rams fan because of that giant salary albatross. On top of that, he's the same guy that signed Todd Gurley to that big contract. And granted, they were able to get rid of Todd Gurley, but I'm pretty sure they were still on the hook for a few millions there. And yes, you could technically blame the owner, but the owner didn't still less need to make the football decisions. And you got to believe that less need and Sean McVay are working hand in hand. So if we are to believe that this was signed off by McVay, the owner, everybody else, well... It's put up or shut up time for the Rams. It's a competitive division, obviously, but they got to make something happen here. They got to they make something happen here. Lions, I don't think there's any pressure. Nobody's expecting the Lions to do well. Nobody's expecting anything out of Dan Campbell. If that team goes 8-8, eight and eight, that's an accomplishment. Jared Goff, at this point, he's got nothing to lose. He's still making the same amount of money, but he's going to be pissed off. He's going to be fired up, and I, I think the Lions right now presently are sort of in a better position just as far as expectations go. There's going to be a lot of expectations for the Rams, but we'll see. A lot of people got a whole lot to prove, but I, I look, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. He finally, I'm not going to say he finally has a competent coach because I thought Jim Caldwell was a great coach and the Lions just were an utter embarrassment getting rid of Jim Caldwell after multiple losing seasons. That was absolutely pathetic and yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's it's par for the course of the Detroit Lions. Uh, but I do wish Jared Goff well. Say what you want about the guy. You could say he's not a number one overall pick caliber quarterback, and you can make the same argument with Matthew Stafford given the results the last decade. Uh, but I'll say this about Jared Goff and his Rams career. He did eventually turn it around. He did win them a few playoff games. And say what you want about him. Maybe he's aloof and this and that. The dude is tough as hell. And the dude has never made excuses and you got to respect that. So much respect to Jared Goff. Congratulations on a nice Rams career. I wish you the best in Detroit, even though some of their personnel moves have absolutely appalled me pretty much over the course of their history. As for the Rams, best of luck to Matthew Stafford. I am happy he's on a winning team. I am happy he is aligned with the hell of a coach. Can you believe that Matthew Stafford is only 30 
two years old. I, I just want to make sure I have that correctly. Matthew Stafford, I believe, is only thir- 32 years old. He's about to turn 33 February 7th, so he's an Aquarius like me. That's awesome. 32 years old, okay? Dude's got time. And if knock on wood, him and other quarterbacks can remotely follow the nutrition plan that Tom Brady's got, okay? Maybe they'll even join the TB12 sports team, whatever. If they could, if a quarterback can remotely stay healthy and stay upright with the new offensive rules being offense first and defense second, you know, Matthew Stafford might have a few more good years left in him. And obviously it depends also if Andrew Whitworth and some other guys come back for the Rams. But I'm excited. I'm excited. And now the, the, the question is, or the questions are, what's next for all the other NFC West teams? I'm assuming Zona is going to stick with Kyler, but he's obviously got to step it up because, because he also was the number one overall pick. Uh, although I think the head coach should have been fired and gotten the Steve Wilkes treatment. It's absolutely pathetic he didn't after they melted down. So um, there, there is uh, that, that right there. You know, Bass for, you know, the Seahawks. Look, Pete Carroll has been a great coach for years, but uh, I think the Seahawks have underachieved as well. And, you know, at, at some point, they got to at least get back to the NFC title game. I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere, not anytime soon. Although, who knows? Maybe he'll be like Aaron Rodgers and say he has an uncertain future if they have another early exit. And then the Niners, uh, to me, are the X-Factor team, not just in the NFC West, but in the, in the NFL. They're one healthy, all caps, healthy quarterback away from getting back to the Super Bowl and possibly dominating the NFL again. I mean, they have one hell of a team. And, you know, you, it's very easy to pin a lot of blame on Kyle Shanahan for some of those losing seasons. And I'm not going to totally let him off the hook because there's a lot of head coaches without the Shanahan last name that get unfairly fired way too soon. Uh, but I will say this. I do think Shanahan's a good coach. And I do think, you know, personnel-wise, top to bottom, I mean, they're looking good. They just got to stay healthy. And they got to get a quarterback that can stay healthy at least, I don't know, 13 games out of, this, out of the season and be available for a, for a postseason berth. So I, I would think that they should stick with Jimmy G. But, you know, maybe they will make that big trade for Deshaun Watson. Who, 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 the, who the hell knows? I think if Jimmy G's healthy, Niners can still be competitive. So uh, we'll see, but I think they're the big X factor. But I want to hear from all of you, though. Where do you think Deshaun Watson ends up? Do you think Jimmy G gets traded, what the hell is going to happen with the Lions? Could you see them surprising people and actually maybe, just maybe, I'm not going to say have a winning record, but at least a 500 record. And remember, there's now seven playoff spots, so anything can happen there. On the flip side, what do you think this means for the Rams? Will they finish with a better record? Is Matthew Stafford at this stage of his career a significant upgrade from Jared Goff? Let me know. Leave a comment below. If you enjoyed this update, like, share, Don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications. We do all kinds of interviews of football players from all across the league. We also have interviews with a variety of guests. Plus, we have in-depth Rams football coverage. If you ever want to hear from Les Snead, Sean McVay, maybe not Jared Goff anymore, but the new Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, this is the place for you. And plus, this coming week is Super Bowl 55 week, which means we got you covered left to right and You better believe I don't think this is the only Super Bowl week trade we're going to see. Until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the games and please stay safe. Wow.